0: on the Apple Podcast app. Good morning, Tom. Hello, Ben. How are you? I'm good now. It's me again, unfortunately, but yeah, hopefully we we'll...
1: Yeah, It's good to hear that Dad is improving slowly, but surely. He is, he is. He's so getting... I hope we will have him back here again very soon. Yeah, exactly.
0: Soon enough now, not too far. How are you this week? <laughs> what have you got for us this week?
1: Uh, This week I am writing about a very important part of Galway history, but one that not everybody knows about. They probably pass it all the time without realising the kind of amount of history that there is inside the gate. And that is, uh, I'm talking about St. Augustine's Fort, which uh, eventually evolved into Fort Hill the graveyard we know as oh, yeah. Fort Hill today on La Catalia. <clears throat> The Augustinian order of the priests, they came to Galway first in the year 1508. They were actually invited by Margaret attai She was the wife of the then mayor, who was a mayor, Lynch. <clears throat> and uh, he was actually away in Spain when she brought them here, she built a house for them on Fort Hill, and then she built a church, uh, a major building of stone, a church and steeple. And uh, when her husband came back and sailed into the bay, he was very surprised to see this building uh, on Fort Hill that hadn't been there before he left. So... uh, no, nothing had been done; not a stone had been laid on it. But anyway, uh, it was there now, and uh, the Augustinian fathers eventually <clears throat> they moved into a house within the walled city of Galway, but their church stood there. Now it was very strategically important to the site because they were between the city and the bay, <clears throat> and uh, <clears throat> later. Lord Mountjoy, he was worrying about the dangers of a Spanish invasion and uh, he felt the need to fortify uh, this this hill, actually, that it was on because it overlooked the city. So over the next couple of years, he built walls around it and uh, a very deep ditch outside of them. The outer wall was and stone, it was all stone, It was 16 and a half foot high, and the inner wall was even higher again. Uh, Again, all stone. There was a drawbridge entrance to this a very strong gatehouse. And, uh, you know, it was built entirely as a defensive thing. Yeah. Um, And then the church, of course, rose up over the walls. Uh, They added a little bit to the church here and there uh but the um it, it was a very imposing building uh now the the problem was in 1602 um the Spaniards they'd been defeated in sale <clears throat> but there was a lot of concern in Galway that they might land here again and uh, <clears throat> even if <clears throat> uh, they did uh The authorities were deeply concerned that this new fort uh, would dominate the city and could be used very much against the city. And so what they did was the corporation, they had the fort demolished uh, in in case it would be used against the city. Uh, So, you know, at In 1588, um, over 300 members of the Spanish Armada uh, were washed ashore. They were arrested by the authorities. They were taken to Galway. They were slaughtered there. And the people of the town generally, they they took pity. <clears throat> and so they actually had them all buried in this graveyard. The graveyard was adjoining the fort. Mm. Uh, in 1596, Red Hugh O'Donnell had attacked, he had attacked the city from that hill and he did an awful lot of damage. And like I say, this, this deeply concerned the townspeople and they pointed out the strategic importance of this hill. Now, you wouldn't take it today looking at it. It seems, you know, a very low-lying hill, but it dominated the city at the time. So that was the reason for <clears throat> destroying it. Anyway the graveyard was in use at all times <clears throat> the augustinians returned <clears throat> excuse me uh, and again what was worrying them them now was the possible advent of the cromwellians and <clears throat> so that they, they literally they demolished everything there uh <clears throat> the the church was gone now at this stage but they had drawn up uh They had come to a deal, an arrangement with the corporation that by losing their church, by having it demolished in the interests of security and the safety of the city, uh, that when peace, if and when peace was returned, excuse me, that they would, um, the corporation would build them a new church. So the hill was laid bare. Uh, obviously the Cromwellians arrived and uh, well they destroyed much of the city anyway whether they they did it from the hill or not but the graveyard was still there it was being used in 1811 a man called Robert Hedges heir he as a mark of respect for all those who had been interred there and especially the Galwegians who had been interred there he built a wall around the um, the graveyard. In 1855, the foundation stone for the Augustinian church in Middle Street was laid by the historian James Hardiman and Fort Hill was largely neglected after that. Now, I have a drawing of the original fort. This drawing was done on the 1651 map and it's as close as we can get to an image of. uh, uh... But it also tells you just how uh, defensively important it was. And I have a photograph which dates from about 1865 of the graveyard. Wow. And you can Good. see the neglect in, in the graveyard. You can see it's yeah. overgrown in places and so on. Uh, the buildings in the background of the photograph are of the gasworks which were newly put up there at the time. Very important in the city. But In recent years, in the last 20 years or so, a lot of the Augustinian parishioners and locals got together and they decided they would clean up this graveyard. And I have to say, they have done a wonderful, wonderful job of it. Uh, It's lovely. And it's very important. It's in very good shape today. And to walk through it is, is, you get this feeling that you're touching history. Some of the earliest inscriptions on gravestones go back to the 16th century, wow. you know, which is quite yeah. remarkable when you think of it. And, of course, all those Spanish sailors are buried there as well. So it's a very important kind of small chapter, if you like, in the history of Galway. It had a very significant part to play in the history of Galway this graveyard and of course today you know there's still this old Galway saying that uh, you can never call yourself a true or a real old Galwegian unless you have people buried in Fort Hill (laughs) now there's very little space left in Fort Hill for burials so my thesis is there must be very few old Galwegians yeah I think so (laughs) jeez so that's it for this week. Uh, a that's drawing great. from uh, about 1650 and uh, a photograph from about
0: 1865. That's great. And is it is is it open access to the public to visit? I know it, is. Oh, it them is them indeed. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. They gave the back near the
1: near the petrol station there, in like exactly Torque. right yeah. opposite, of the, and it's yeah, very yeah. easy to pass it, and that's what I mean about yes, yeah, 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 without realizing what's in there. Yeah, it's a very tranquil place, overlooking. Well, it was overlooking La Yeah. Well, I've never been. <coughs> there myself are in probably the... industrial buildings now, uh, but uh, but still, well worth it. And and as I say, you're kind of touching history when you walk through it there. Yeah, that's great.
0: Yeah, I must must yeah. make my way down there sometime. And it's
1: it's it's it's. I have to say, just once again, to compliment the. The local committee and the caretaker for the condition that the graveyard is in. Yeah, it's,
0: that's it's great. Exemplary. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's good. Well, I, I actually have an article in the paper myself this week. I have uh, I do the film reviews now and again, and um, I don't know if you realise, but last weekend was a massive weekend for um, the cinemas. Two movies came out: Barbie and Oppenheimer. Yeah. Which is kind of a surreal pairing of the pair of them. Um, I mean, people have been talking about it all week. So, but it's very, I reviewed uh, Oppenheimer, which was about Robert J. Oppenheimer, the creator of the atomic bomb. Um, it's based on a book I'm sure you guys had in Kenny's. Uh, American Prometheus came out about five or six years ago. Yeah very good book um I'm working my way through it now quite gradually. it is extremely dense, but very it, it really is about the the man Oppenheimer rather than the the bomb itself you know yeah. and the moral quandaries that came along with it all because he was quite uh um you know a uh, a guy who was struggled with the whole thing, but his his motives were reasonably good, I think he wasn't looking to create something to kill a lot of people he was looking to kind of show the world you know the, he wanted to end all wars really is what his his thesis yeah. was with the whole thing so yeah very interesting but the movie is just terrific um Killian Murphy the Irish actor plays him and he's just I mean he's unbelievably um stoic and powerful and you know with very little christopher nolan who directed it is really is just the best director working today i think just gets the whole yeah. thing so right and uh yeah so i've reviewed that really favorably it's definitely worth checking out if anyone wants to have a look um yeah. <laughs> and yeah. uh yeah that's it well and it's I'm
1: interesting from... uh sorry no, no. A bit killian murphy of course acted quite a bit with druid yes, and at the weekend i was very one of the fortunate people that attended the druid trilogy of sean O'Casey's casey's place yeah and he was a man who wanted to end all wars as well yeah and the trilogy it the first play is set at the time of the rising the second is in the black and tan era and the third is in the civil war era uh And they are just magnificent and very strong and powerful anti-war statements. And the wonderful thing about it is the kind of ensemble playing of Druid. Now, I don't mean just the actors on the stage. I'm talking about the designer of the set, the lighting man, the sound man, even the person who designed the curtain alone. Uh, But it's the whole package coming together together. And such an incredible quality. Wonderful, wonderful performances. And they take you through all kinds of emotions. There are very funny bits in it. There's yeah. a lot of pathos. There's a lot of romance. It's it's quite wonderful. So anybody that gets a chance anywhere.
0: Yeah. please, We get, are blessed to, to have Druid in our city, oh, aren't we? I absolutely, mean, yeah. It is yeah. the top tier of, of theatre. And it's just, Yeah. yeah. And I I mean, the projects they undertake, I mean, to do the three plays in one day, it's just remarkable.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And uh, several of the actors featured in all three productions. Imagine. Which is quite remarkable. Yeah. As different characters all the time as well, you know. So, no, no, it's it's just an experience that I recommend to anybody and everybody that gets a chance. Yeah, definitely.
0: Well, I mean, it's interesting that. The movie is kind of the anti-war sentiments, and so does the plays. Exactly. Considering everything <laughs> yeah. in the last year and Ukraine yeah. and uh, Taiwan and everything, it's hopefully, you know, the yeah. the sentiment is is rising around everywhere.
1: Oh yeah, yeah. Well, we have to think of positive and think that things are looking up. Definitely,
0: yeah. And I think they <laughs> are. It's a lovely day today, and yeah. And America Ronnie will now. be back soon. Yeah. Thank God yeah. he will be. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Okay, Tom. All right, Ben. We'll speak next week. Until next week, yeah. God bless.
1: bye. Bye.